0: How can you support the local Lancaster community? That's what this show is all about. Coming to you from the dream room at Gardner's Mattress and More, Lancaster Connects is brought to you by the Sleep Better Book. You can get a copy of the Sleep Better book. We'll mail you a free copy if you go to More dot com. Well, here we are. We're recording on a new day, new time. Yeah, man. So I'm this excited. is this is interesting. Ben Ben hits me right after the intro. Like we should have
1: masks and hats and well, like just do something different every every intro. You know, <laughs> hit him with hit them with something different. I was wondering what are the hats and the masks for. <laughs> We could you uh, rob a banker. You know? <laughs> okay, just, maybe. Okay, I mean, maybe. I guess
0: everybody's halfway there now today as it is, but maybe, maybe masks you know.
1: wasn't the right
0: <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just right it really right. threw me for a loop. Like, don't do that as we're reading scripting stuff. <laughs> my, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, speaking of don't do that, how's it going with uh, coaching youth football
1: or not youth football, baseball? You know, baseball um, is going really well now. Um, I was really proud of the boys on Saturday. Um, we had our, our third game, I think. Um, They're good. Uh, Hitting the ball, they're paying attention better, which was the the biggest problem for these six, seven, and eight-year-old boys. Paying attention is not necessarily a strong suit for for that age group, but um, they're fielding the ball. They made some outs in the the field. I was really proud of the boys this week.
0: That's good. Well, I think that's probably a testament to patient coaching.
1: Quite honestly. I hope so. <laughs> there was a practice a couple of weeks ago that I was not so patient.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that happens. Those things happen. We we move on. Those yeah. things happen. So we've got some great guests on this show. Uh, Alicia Carrado and Janelle Espenshade from the North Star Initiative. We're talking about the very important work they're doing right here in our community. Welcome, ladies. And Mike Simmons from Lucall Experiences. A very, very interesting and fun business right here in town, uh, uncovering uh, great things to do, great scenery to take in, great events, and maybe some unknown history that's right under our noses here in town. Welcome guests. Hello. Good morning.
1: Good
0: morning.
2: Good morning.
0: morning. Well, thank you for joining us. We've got a quick rundown of what's going on around town. Some other updates for our listeners. We'll be back with you uh, momentarily. All right.
1: Uh, don't forget that uh, all of these links uh, are available on the Lancaster Connects website. Um, you can also enter our giveaway, which we'll talk more about uh, uh, in the middle of the episode at LancasterConnects.com. You could subscribe to our weekly email uh, update and, again, all the info, uh, events, food trucks, where they are, uh, who they are. Uh, all that's going to be on LancasterConnects.com. So give it a look.
0: Yeah. So we're going into. Um what's going on in and around Lancaster. We've got our photo contest update. I've got a tip for you as always on our sleep, from our Sleep Better book. I guess on our Sleep Better book could be correct too, just depends. Um, what food trucks will be, where and when, and uh, how you can help your neighbors by joining the Lancaster Connects community. Uh, we've got our Pet of the Week segment, our local history nugget. Mike's excited to bring us, bring us that uh, this week. And of course, our weekly restaurant gift card giveaway. And remember, this show is also available as a podcast. Find the links at LancasterConnects.com. Please like and share this video, leave a comment and tell a friend about this show. Ben, why don't you (laughs) jump into the first event?
1: Let's talk about the Tuck Ryan Band. They're gonna be at Telus 360 on Thursday, May 6th from 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, They are a Lancaster-based band uh, called, again, the Tuck Ryan Band. Uh, They'll be live in the temple uh, at telus360. Uh, enjoy the soulful blend of American jazz and r and More info at telus360.com slash events. Friday, May 7th, we've got
0: down, and downtown Lancaster. Uh, first Friday, downtown Lancaster springs to life from 5 to 9. Art gallery, studios, museums, restaurants, shops, stay open late as folks enjoy a festive downtown atmosphere as well as art galleries, museums, performing groups, theater, the symphony, and more. More info on the City Events tab at www.visitlancastercity.com.
1: On Friday, May 7th, comedian Tammy Pescatelli will be at Phantom Power uh, at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. Pescatelli has been a a fixture uh, on Comedy Central. That's pretty cool. And you can find her uh, stand-up special, Finding the Funny, on Netflix. Uh, More information at phantompower.net. And you can uh, learn more about Tammy Pescatelli at www.pescatelli.com.
0: And then we have also on Friday, lot going on on Friday, May 7th, which is good. I guess first Friday, a lot of things. Also back at Telus 360, highlighting there uh, from 6 to 8, Laura Luce will be live on the rooftop at Telus 360. Come out and listen to her smooth vocals while relaxing, enjoying a cold one. Uh, more information there, dot 360com forward slash events.
1: And uh, Saturday, May 8th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Miller Brothers Staffing is hosting a job fair. Uh, there's going to be donuts, coffee, and careers. I like the donuts and coffee part. I think... I think we have careers, so we won't be attending. But yeah, you, have, I've you enjoyed might. too many donuts in the past. <laughs> you wait, to not to much of that anymore. <laughs> you can get more information at at MBS Lancaster on Facebook. And
0: then on Saturday the eighth, we've got the Treat Mom at Kitchen Kettle Kettle Kitchen Village. Um, actually, I think I said that right the first time, Kitchen Kettle Village, right? Yeah, Kitchen Kettle Village.
1: Yep. There we go. Get your case in order.
0: Yeah, I know. (sighs) Anyway, Saturday, May 8th, bring mom to the Treat Mom Mother's Day special at Kitchen Kettle Village stores are there's a bunch of stores there. Uh, Good Vibes, Brighton Collectibles, Village Quilts and more will be offering a special Mother's Day treat to the visitors from 11 to three. More info at kitchenkettle.com. Again, all the links here for anything we're sharing. If it catches your attention are going to be in our show notes so you can easily just hit that up in your email or on our website and you'll have all the information right there in one spot.
1: I've got one for you, Jeff. On Your Feet, the story of Emilio and Gloria Estefan. Uh, Now through May 29th at the Dutch Apple Dinner Theater, they present On Your Feet, the story of Emilio and Gloria Estefan. Estefan. Estefan? Estefan? Estefan, Estefan, yes. Matinees is an evening show. Tickets available at DutchApple dot com. Man, that was what was that song that was
0: just such a rock star hit back in the day. Come on, baby. I'm not even going to try it. Sing it's it. It's hitting my. It's hitting my brain. It's just not coming out. Do that, Mamba. Don't you know any longer? Come on, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
1: huh. I know what you're. It's beat, in my head now. Something like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there See, you go. I think
0: you'd like it. There you go, folks. <laughs> I'm, I'm your guy right there. I'm not I am not going to attempt to tell any of the story of Emilio and Gloria Estefan. But on Saturday, May 9th from two to five, uh, we've got a jam session with Matt Wanger, an informal gathering of musicians, one starts a tune those who know it join in those who don't learn it seems like I should do that for the Estefan <laughs> stuff. That's at telus 360. Again, you can go to telus360.com forward slash events.
1: And uh, we've got a virtual 5K uh, by the uh, 2021 Community Services Group. uh, I'm sorry, the Community Services Group. My wife works for them. Um, It's their 2021 Community Services Group virtual Be the Difference 5K. Now through May 17th, Uh, runners and walkers are invited to participate. They raise money for mental health first aid training uh, for organizations in Lancaster County and across Pennsylvania. Uh, More information uh, also in the show notes uh, at LancasterConnects.com
0: Yeah, and you know, I see this virtual 5K uh, you know, we we did uh, my family and I did this past weekend the uh, virtual walk for MS and you know, I know all of these charities in light of the last year year and a half are really coming up with different ways. If you can find it in your heart to help them, again, we talk about that a lot if you can help them financially, that's great it's also obviously the fastest way you can help, but that might not be for you. See if you can help uh, help these charities out in a virtual way. If you have like computer skills, IT skills, I'm sure they would all love that. Um, and any way that you think you can help with your time and your skill set is just tremendously helpful because all of these charities need, uh, they still need to raise funds, they still need to execute their mission. So that's really nice when we can help. Uh, as always, All info and links are available on the website and via email each week. Just enter our giveaway uh, at LancasterConnects.com to subscribe to our weekly email update with all of our show info. Remember, this show is also available as a podcast, and you can find those links at LancasterConnects.com. And please don't forget to like and share this video. It really helps us uh, get this show out to more people. Leave a comment and tell a friend about the show.
1: You know, it was neat this morning. I got in, and the first thing Nick said to me, he's like, "I saw you guys three or four times in my newsfeed." There you go. Yeah, we're just showing up. So we've we've moved beyond mom. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, <laughs> and in a the echelon friends. of
0: podcast video show success, moms, employees, right? Yeah, we're getting it, it, we're, we're, getting we're there. Great success. <laughs> great success. <laughs> All right, guests. Anything? Uh, any of those events that? Uh, Caught your fancy there? Anything that sounds interesting?
3: Oh, I'm always up for a little music at Telus, so I'll be uh, checking that out. There you go.
0: And anybody want me to serenade them with Gloria Stefan's <laughs> best hits?
3: <laughs> I thought one of the hints there, uh, you know, Jeff, would have been "Get on Your Feet." So, you know, maybe that song.
0: That's, that's it. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was yes. That was the line. Was that the one you just left? And you knew it. And you just left me hanging. Didn't you?
1: I definitely did not know it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Mike, thanks for supporting <clears throat> telus Three Hundred and Sixty. Um, let's just. Why don't we have? Since we have Alicia and Janelle here, why don't we uh, just bring you right on and let's start to talk about what we do at North Star Initiative. Okay. So welcome, ladies. Um, mm-hmm. So North Star Initiative, uh, why don't you get into the purpose of what you do? And then we've got a video for you that we'll play uh, after we do that.
2: Sure. So North Star Initiative supports women who are survivors of domestic sex trafficking by providing physical, psychological, emotional, and spiritual care through a Christ-centered focus. A little bit of history about North Star began in 2009 as a Christian grassroots movement when our founder Jen Sensnig suspected that women at a spa along Route 30's corridor were being used for sexual services. And with Jen's help and a police investigation, they were able to in fact prove that there was a large scale prostitution ring going on that was happening and operating along the East Coast. And they were eventually freed, but in that moment, um, Jen had realized that Rescue does not mean freedom, and that these victims needed a lot of aftercare services and a holistic restoration program. So in 2017, the harbor was opened, which is our long-term home and restoration program. Um, The the harbor is specifically designed to address the needs of female sex trafficking survivors. Um, The harbor is a 24-7 supervised restoration home for female survivors of sex trafficking that are ages 18 to 35. Um, The reality is that survivors rescued by law enforcement, they come to us um, sometimes locally, sometimes from all over the US, and we receive referrals from many different outlets, from local law enforcement to Homeland Security, um, domestic shelters, and the National Trafficking Shelter Alliance. One of the things that we like to make sure that people understand is that Northstar, we do not rescue. We provide extensive restoration services and aftercare. Most of the victims of sex trafficking have been subjected to cruel and inhumane treatment while in the hands of their traffickers. So that experience leaves them physically and psychologically damaged in the amount of trauma they've experienced. So Northstar is able to, through fully staffed and licensed professionals, we are able to really serve the complex trauma that these survivors have experienced by providing them the tools that she needs to heal and recover.
1: Wow, that's a really incredible service that you provide. Um, Let's watch the video that, that you gave us to watch.
4: I was 15 when it all happened, when it all got started.
5: I was 14 or so, and I was living with my mom. I was an honor student. This is when my own addiction started.
4: I was so happy (laughs) before everything had happened, when I had an actual, normal life. (laughs) I didn't have anywhere to sleep, and it was starting to be cold, and so there was my trafficker. He he was like, well, you can stay in my car.
0: He just rolled
5: down his window and was like, hey, do you want to make some money? And, you know, I was like, yeah. Money sounded good when you're homeless.
4: Just gave me everything that I wanted. clothes, drugs.. <laughs> I knew something was wrong, but I didn't really know until we were only getting people under the age of fifteen in the car. Uh,
5: he told me like that he cared, uh, that I was his girlfriend. And um, I just started noticing like little things that started changing. I just felt I couldn't leave. He always had people watching. I felt so stuck.
4: I wasn't allowed to eat, because I had to be under 100 pounds. I was supposed to look like a kid. And then, like, we'd get locked in the box, or or we would just work a lot. He would always get mad. He, like, tracked where I was and all that crazy stuff. There was um, one girl who got out, and they found her, and they lit her on fire. And I just knew I had to run. I was like, I'm going to die here. I was at school one day, and I decided to go see my guidance counselor, and she said that I needed help. And so I went into detox and got help.
5: Homeland Security was in the hotel room, and they had him in handcuffs.
4: I don't have to be scared all the time anymore. Like I, I have a safe place to live. I'm like, I know I'm going to eat there. It's just nice, like, to have a place where I'm welcome. Like, everybody has my best interest there. It just feels like home, and I don't think I could have ever explained home before.
5: Really, God and North Star gave me that opportunity to be a daughter again, to be a granddaughter, to be a mother to my children.
4: Being able to actually live a normal life and to go to college for music. not think that i was ever going to get out of any of that but i did and there's hope in that
0: well i've seen that video before it's just as powerful seeing it again uh multiple times over uh i think when i watched that uh, and then I'll have a question, um, for, I'll throw it to Alicia, uh, a couple of phrases in that video remind you of how disturbing this problem really is. And the fact that it's happening right here in our town, which some may not think it could happen. You, you have a high school girl having her guidance counselor, come to her saying she needs help. I mean, it, it, it blows my mind to think that that can happen. And then you have a, another one of, um, your Your ladies that you work with say, "I get to be a daughter and granddaughter again. Yeah. And just having somebody be that far removed from humanity by someone else is so disturbing to me. So, uh, Alicia, here's the question that I have. what What exactly does human trafficking look like here in Lancaster and Lancaster County?
6: Sure. So human trafficking can take on uh, many different forms. Um, and that's actually the reason why it can be so hard to to detect it, uh, because it can look very different to many different people. Um, so depending on who is recruiting or who is um, in charge of uh, luring uh, females or or, or or males out of their schools or out of public places, uh, it can look different. So we say for. Children that are in high school or children that are in grade school, um, it could look like them coming home with new jewelry, um, extra money. It could look like them having older friends, especially older female friends. So we find that a lot of the recruiting is actually happening with Older females looking like um, they're friends of your child that are maybe taking them places or maybe pretending like they're doing them good things. um, And actually, they're actually introducing them to other people that are potentially bad. Um, And then in older adults, what we're finding is that this looks more like uh, somebody who's been taken over by an older gentleman. Um, Maybe they were homeless. Maybe they were looking for work. Uh, Maybe they thought that they were getting help and they weren't. Um, And what we find with trafficking is that it doesn't look scary to begin with. It's a slow fade. Uh, So these women really don't realize what they're getting into until it's too late. And then they really have no recourse to get out. The trafficker makes sure to isolate them to make sure that they're afraid. Uh, He may beat them. he uh, He may threaten them. Um, He may have lots of things against them, and he may take their children against them. So we find that single mothers that are looking for help are oftentimes brought into uh, maybe a gentleman's house that he says he's going to help them, and he ends up then trafficking her um, and then using the kids as leverage. So there's lots of different ways that trafficking can present, and because of that, law enforcement is constantly trying to figure out what is the next way that the trafficker is going to use to exploit somebody uh, for their purpose of gain.
1: So, Alicia, when does North Star Become involved?
6: Yeah. So after uh, law enforcement would get involved and either rescue or the female would be able to get out of the situation herself, then we are there for the restorative care part. So they're able to reach out to us independently to fill out an application and then we would meet with them or. Were contacted by either an advocate of the court or an advocate from law enforcement or some sort of domestic violence shelter because typically trafficking can present as domestic violence. Um, now with the new laws in Pennsylvania, specifically the the law that penalizes Johns for actually uh, victimizing somebody uh, that is a, a victim of. Uh, of sexual servitude um now there's laws in place where they can actually have penalties for those people that are soliciting them and that just happened in last year in 2020. so the laws have really not caught up with the crime and that's the reason why it's been it's it's continued to get worse and worse in Lancaster county
0: so you use the word there it is you're there for restorative care right on the screen um, what does that mean as far as like the support you provide restorative care Sure.
6: So restorative care is all about providing her with everything she needs to get back on her feet. So trafficking can present a very different uh, scenario. So you heard in the video about one girl being locked in a box. So that is a type of trafficking that is real. So being physically kept somewhere, her type of trauma is very complex by the time she gets to us, whereas somebody that maybe was trafficked trafficked in their 20s, uh, maybe not later on in life or earlier on in life, and maybe they had some freedom before they were um, kept under under the the hands of the trafficker. Maybe they weren't put in a box, so they weren't isolated. Uh, When they come to the harbor, we treat them as individuals. So this means that we're creating a plan that actually restores her. So this is the last program she goes to. We make sure to coordinate all the services she needs and then equip her to do it herself by providing her the extra time that she needs. So it's not just about giving her the tools, it's about giving her the time she needs to apply them correctly and then to become sustainably independent. So it's literally everything she would need from drug and alcohol services to trauma services to physical and mental health. Um, it's, it's everything in one shop. Um, and that was our whole plan was to make it easy for her to connect the dots to get back to life.
1: Generally, how long is that service provided for?
6: Sure, so our program can be up to two years. Um, now typically it can range for whatever the survivor needs, but the longest would be a two year program. Now we obviously would extend if we came across a survivor that needed more, but the survivor that you saw in the video, uh, that was locked in a box, she is now one of our graduates and she was there for about 18 months. Um, so now she's able to live on her own and she's got her own place, but that is our, our whole hope is to make sure that they feel fully restored. So they actually are free when they go out onto their own.
1: And Janelle, what are the signs to look for to say that this person is a trafficking victim?
2: Yeah. So um, Alicia touched a little bit, but typically locally here, what you would see is like if a young individual is coming home and they the parents find a lot of money. um, Sometimes it's they're dressed inappropriately for the season. So you know maybe it's winter time and they're in shorts and a t-shirt. It can look like you know any type of like physical abuse, you know, bruises that you know, typically shouldn't be there. Um, a lot of times with trauma, the trauma is in the head area and it can be like, if, like behind the ears and in the neck because that's where a lot of times the, the abuse takes place. So it it can look like that. It can look like, you know, if a young individual is typically like really shy, reserved, like they they keep their head down. They're afraid of people showing signs of like not being able to look at people in the eye um, or if an adult is speaking on their behalf, um, that's often a sign as well.
1: And And what should someone do when they see these signs?
2: So we typically tell people to call 911, um, but one of the things that's important is if you see a situation and you're in public is to get as much information as possible, like what does the gentleman look like if it's a situation where it's a gentleman with a young girl, get the license plate, then make a model of the car the most, the best thing is the, the most information that you can present to the authorities is going to help them be able to look into that individual's history, first of all, and see if they've had any previous charges, but as well to be able to move forward in this investigation.
0: So I'm going to go a little off script, which you know, shocker, Jeff goes off script. Um, so, you know, we own a business. Uh, ben and I have executed a handful of leases over the years we're, we're very familiar with the depth of, you know, discovery, if you want to call it that research, if you want to call it that between business operator and landlord, how exactly are these, these spas, right? Which is, I think just a terrible term to use because it's the furthest thing from it. Obviously, how have you been able to understand how it is that these places, um, are able to set up shop in the first place in an in a actual physical retail or business type location. Have you been able to uncover how that happens and, and what might be able to be done to help curb that?
6: Well, my biggest, my biggest guess would be that they're able to set up because they're not saying that that's what they're planning to do, but then also all they have to do is change names. So if your business is in trouble and your business is going under, you just name it something else. Uh, we saw that happen with a lot of hotels that were found to have human trafficking happening at their establishments. They yeah. just renamed themselves, um, and and you can do that. You can change your business name as much as possible, um, and you can also put it underneath somebody else's name. So for these massage spas, we find that they're family owned, and this is organized crime. So this isn't like the first time they've set up shop before. This is probably like their fifth shop that they're setting up. Um, I think people think that this is. Uh, something that hasn't happened for a while, but this has all just been underground and we're just starting to pull it out and put it into the light. It's just been kept in the darkness too long because people just want to think it's not happening. Um, But I think that that's the reason why it goes um, without saying. But then with the new laws being on the books, even in 2017, with them putting out the laws for um, proving human trafficking, uh, the fact is that if a landlord takes money knowing that human trafficking is happening there, they're then culpable for the crime of human trafficking. So these new laws should help to curb a lot of this uh, establishments being able to open and operate in crime
0: that's true i mean i you know yesterday uh we're recording this episode on a monday and yesterday i was at my uh campsite driving home and i know for a fact that there was one of these spas that used to be in a place that i passed on the way home and you know it it just made me think which is what prompted my question you know how is it how is it that that landlord you know, allowed that to happen, and I suppose you know, in fairness, they just may not know. Um, but I think in the information age, I think it's incumbent on a, especially a landlord to uh, to say, you know, it are people really looking for twenty four seven spa care? Are people re- are people really looking for those things uh, when you see the signs like open twenty four hours? Um, you know, I, I just I, I think that those are questions that. We as the public can ask. Likewise, I mean, I guess uh, if there's a business adjacent to these places, could could the employees in those businesses that are obviously ab- above board, who could they talk to? Could they bring this up sure. to local police of the action they see? What could they look yeah, up
6: and. I wanted to encourage uh, everyone. So I know that sometimes you call the local police and you feel like you give them information and maybe they don't do anything with it, but we do have a human trafficking task force for Eastern Pennsylvania. So this is an active task force and they are actively collecting tips and information. So as much information as you can give them, I know it feels like it's a little thing, but if you see something, say something, because the more information we can feed these people, remember this is organized crime. They need a lot more facts before they go and even present a case because these guys are tricky. They're going to move state lines. They're going to go somewhere else. They're going to set up shop in a different place. So we have to be one step ahead of them. And that literally means that we don't blow it up. We we collect data. We formulate cases. I mean, even that case that was brought down two years ago, that was 16 victims across three different states. That took a long time to collect all that data to, to take down those two traffickers. But had they done it too soon, they wouldn't have got them. So we just have to, when you say something to the police or the local police, let them know that you think it's a human trafficking situation. Give them all the details. They know exactly what to do with that. I cannot stress it enough. If you see something, please do something about it. Don't just sit on that information.
1: Yeah, that's good information. Um, Janelle, uh, how can our listeners and viewers uh, support the North Star Initiative?
2: Sure. So as a direct care facility um, with serving survivors of complex trauma, we really rely heavily on our supporters and the community. We are a nonprofit, so we are not state funded. Um, We are also always looking for volunteers to come on site to be able to help with cleaning and transportation, um, helping with supervision. You know, we really value our community and we have been blessed with a a great group of volunteers and it's increased in this past year, especially. Um, So we've been really blessed in that, but we're always looking for more because there's always needs there. You can check out our volunteer opportunities on our website, uh, northstarinitiative.org. Finally, and if you feel led to give and support our mission financially, um, you can also go to northstarinitiative.org and click on the donate button. 82 cents of every dollar goes directly towards supporting the survivors of sex trafficking. Uh, one of our biggest expenses, as we talk about being trauma-informed, um, therapy is one of our largest expenses. And $50 provides one individual session and $150 provides one group session of equine therapy. Um, so that is one thing that we often ask for. You know, if you if you feel led to give, please consider supporting a survivor in trauma therapy.
0: Yeah, that's that's great, and I'm glad you uh, said out loud NorthStarInitiative.org as your website because we uh, a lot of our a lot of our folks that take in our episodes here watch them on a screen whether it's a phone or a computer. But uh, we do have podcast listeners, so if you're listening NorthStarInitiative.org, uh, ladies, can one of you throw out your phone number, please? Uh, I just don't have it in front of me right here at the moment, but let's get the phone number out for anybody listening.
2: Sure. The phone number is 717-568-2700.
0: Okay, great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, you heard it. Uh, all of the charities, the wonderful charities that we have on here, they can use your time to execute on the mission. Obviously, if you can donate, they'll they'll welcome that too. Uh, but please check out their website, uh, if you If you feel that uh, giving some time is important and you feel this is a good one to support, please do that. You can also... Through our website, we'll, we'll make you aware of volunteering opportunities, too. You can go to LancasterConnects.com. Uh, normally, at this point in time, we donate a little bit of money to each of the charities that come on. Uh, ben, I think what we're going to do in this one, we had the opportunity uh, to save some business expenses uh, a week or so ago. Uh, so I think it's important to kind of pass that savings on that was unexpected at this moment in time. So, uh, ladies, I think what we're going to do is donate $1,000 uh, to North Star Initiative for your efforts um, and uh, help out the people that, uh, that you're called to, uh, to help and support. So, there you go. Thank you. you so go. Much. Uh, Thank we're you. happy to do that. And I really wish that we wouldn't meet this way, but I'm really happy that you are here uh, because you're doing some amazing work to help out those that are really, really uh, in need of the help right here in our backyard. Uh, so there you have it, listeners. If you if you see something suspicious, please bring it up, call the local police, bring it to their attention and know that uh, you raising that, uh, bringing that to everybody's attention is not going to um, go, go to waste, all right? You've got two wonderful people right here making sure that we're helping out those most effective, all right? Janelle, Alicia, thank you. Thank you for joining thank us. Uh, and thank, thank you, you for, for all the work us. that you do. All right. So Ben, we've got an update
1: photo contest. Yeah.
0: Photo contest update.
1: Yep. So uh, we're keeping our uh, the voting open uh, for the first round of our photo contest uh, for one more week. Uh, Make sure you vote. Uh, We've got three entries. Uh, Just leave a one two or three as a comment on the photo contest round one uh, clip on Facebook with the number that corresponds to your favorite photo. Here's our entries. Uh, photo number one is from Mike Akinero. Uh, this is what he calls springtime in Strasburg. Uh, just a really neat photo. That blue is like such oh, yeah. a deep blue. Um, photo number two is also Mike uh, from Mike Aconero. This is the Hans Her house in Lancaster County.
0: And then uh, photo number three is from Sarah Reynolds. And this is Rock Hill Access in Conestoga. And like we said, we need you, the audience, to help us pick the first winner. So we will, this is it, no more holding it open. We need your votes, and we'll announce that winner. Uh, To vote for your favorite, just leave the comment on the photo contest round one clip on Facebook with a one, two, or three. And that winner is going to get a custom-fit, custom-made pillow that we make right here in the store. It's a $60 value. Uh, We will make sure that they wake up happy and sleep better with that pillow. And with that
1: said, uh, we have our sleep better tip. <laughs> we do have a sleep better tip. I don't at, have it. You do.
0: I have it. We're getting better at that. You know,
1: I, just what transitions?
0: Just, yeah, man. <laughs> See, now the, the magic is not to talk about it. <laughs>
1: okay. Right? Like yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, like comedians <laughs> first, call it
1: first rule of fight club.
0: Yeah. Comedians call it stepping on the laugh, right? Like if they're laughing, uh-huh. you don't tell another joke. You uh-huh. just yeah. let them laugh and you, you get on this side of the. Of the uproarious laughter.
1: Anyway, all of that
0: said, folks, our Sleep Better tip. So this comes right from our Sleep Better book. You see it on the screen. This is my copy for the show. Uh, So sleep is a natural skin rejuvenator. But did you know looking better may be as simple as sleeping better? Yes, sleep can enhance your looks naturally. If you're noticing more fine lines and wrinkles, Perhaps instead of shopping for another expensive, luxurious miracle cream, you should shop for a luxurious mattress, or maybe it's just time for a new one. They age, and you do too. And did you know that while you're getting a good night's sleep, your amazing body is producing that wonderful age-defying collagen protein, the same collagen you pay for, uh, and that's a super ingredient for great skin. So don't miss out on giving your body the sufficient times it needs, time it needs for hormonal and metabolic process to occur while you sleep, such as that collagen production. Collagen products are abundant in all stores uh, since its importance has been brought to the forefront. Most of them are pricey if taken regularly, but there again, it depends on your priorities. But if you want some free collagen, if you want collagen enhancement, get a great night's sleep. And if we can help you with that uh, in a couple ways, uh, we'd love to. First way would be get your free copy of Sleep Better. We'll mail you a copy uh today, just go to our website, gardenersmattressandmore.com, and dot com, and uh we'll be able to help you produce more collagen.
1: You must have slept well last night. Your your skin is just amazingly it's, it's radiant smooth and yeah it's radiant glowing cool. over here. It's like Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we got some food trucks to talk about. Thank you. Food truck alert. I thought we were promised a, a food truck thing blinking on the Yeah, on we got to get the
0: wee wee lights in here and the, yeah. and the sirens. Yeah. But anyway,
1: take the it away. The Denver Fire Company uh, in Lancaster will be hosting their second annual food truck fair on May 8th from noon until 7pm. Uh, these food trucks are scheduled to be there, uh, scoop dough uh, Uncle Paul's stuffed pretzels, that sounds good, savory pumpkin funnel cakes, Katie's cakes, Libby's Soft Serve Ice Cream, Laura's Handmade Chocolates, Holy Smokes Meats, Castanada's Mexican Restaurant, The Crazy Train, Fink's French Fries, and Henhouse Grilling, and maybe more to come. The location is the Denver Fire Company at 425 Locust Street in Denver. More information at denverpafire.org slash news. So that's my
0: stomping grounds, Denver. That's where I, when I moved here, that's where we moved to, to the county. Uh, I can speak uh specifically castanetas. It's fantastic Mexican food. We, uh, when we did our gardeners gives back gift card drive back in December, when restaurants were shut down, uh, pretty quickly for a second round or third round, whatever round it was, uh, that was one of them I stopped at. And, uh, I just couldn't pass up the, uh, uh, no, the carnitas. Oh, I'm a sucker for poor carnitas. Uh. And it was like, it was, it was easily, I think my second, it was second lunch, but I'm not ashamed (laughs) to admit it. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, so check them out there for fun. No, no shame there. Well, it, it, it was, it was, I just had the pork. I didn't get any of the other uh, stuff. Okay. Oh,
1: so yeah. it was all
0: protein. <laughs> right? It was that it was that keto low carb thing. So go. it's all right. All right, farm show milkshakes. I know this guy likes those. Um, yeah. so this is going on May 5th, 430 to 630. Farm show milkshakes will be at the Fritz Elementary School PTO playground fundraiser at Fritz Elementary, uh, that's 845 Horning Road in Lancaster. So go support them. I mean, again, this, is, this has been a, a sign of the times. Uh, all of these great organizations that help our community out, they need you, and you get a milkshake. I mean, milkshakes are really great. I'm a uh, 50-50 kind of guy.
1: Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the way yeah, to go. 50, yep, yep, you, for sure. You say,
0: that, you say <laughs> 50-50 on a milkshake out of, out of this area, they look at you like you've got six heads. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, anyway. What's, what's the last one? Yeah,
1: have? Regards Wine pop-up. Uh, May 8th at 5.30, Regards wines, Regards wines will have a pop-up at 4117 Dahlia Court in Mount Joy. Uh, they'll have five wines available on-site for sampling, and pre-orders can be made by going to their website, RegardsWinery.com.
0: I'm so glad you landed on that one, because I looked at that in the notes before, and I'm coming up with 27 ways to say the word regard.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's regards, but... Okay. Regards,
0: regards. Regards. Anyway, you can get all the notes in the show, in the show notes that we'll send out and have on the site. All right. So listen, uh, about food trucks. So our viewers want to know where the food trucks are each week. So if you own a food truck, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'll tell our viewers where you'll be so that they can support you. Fill out the contact form on LancasterConnects.com. And tell us where you'll be and when. Be sure to tell us about your food, so that we can have people desperate to get it. Kind of like the way I spoke about the wonderful family that owns Uh, uh You can you can let us know all of that uh, by going to again LancasterConnects.com and fill out the form. And uh, we'll be sure to share every share with everybody all about your wonderful food and what you're doing. And we'd love to have people lined up at your next event. So go to LancasterConnects.com and fill out the form. And we'll uh, highlight you on future episodes.
1: You know what we should do? We should have a food truck. No, what truck. should we do? We, sh- we should have a food truck. Right Bring there. us some food, and we can sample right here on the podcast. Live
0: on the show. Hey, if we made wolf's howl yeah,
1: man, on live TV,
0: we can fill our bellies. I'd, yeah, I'd totally do that. All right. So, guess. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Here I go again, screwing it up. Oh, no, we did it. We're good. I'm right. I'm right on script. I'm right on script. Yes, food trucks. Any, any of those uh, make, you, make you want to get hungry or get your mouth watering a little bit?
2: Well, I have to say I love Mexican, but for years now, every fair I go to and there's a food truck, I'm a French fry girl and Fink's has the best French fries, hands down.
0: <laughs> All right. There's one vote, vote for Fink's. Are they, uh, I'm not familiar, so are they like the, the hand cut, I guess?
2: Like they fresh potato are,
0: hand cut?
4: They are fresh kind of potato style?
2: hand cut, and I tell you, I've tried I've tried a lot of them, and they are the best. So you got to try some things French fries, if you like fries.
1: <laughs>
3: nice. Oh, that's great. Very good. Alicia, Mike? Uh, I'm all about the barbecue, so uh, there's a lot of great okay. barbecue trucks out there. Uh, nice. pork Porky. Rockies. <laughs> um, but anyway, love to go for the barbecue. Also, the Mexicans good. I love cellas out there uh, they're around and they're also that, that's Mexican, yep. but uh, they're out um, out by Costco, so permanently. <laughs> so, nice any of those. Nice they're I know talking about, yeah. Alicia, what did
0: you th- you know, I I, I I quick went over it, but what did you think of savory pumpkin funnel cakes?
6: I literally was just thinking that. <laughs> I was like, I love funnel cakes. I was thinking that this, <laughs> like, this would be really good. <laughs> so, I yeah, mean, that would be I my think I think everybody's had a funnel great. cake,
1: but. <laughs> yeah,
0: there, there's there's a couple rules in my health. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. So fresh pumpkin pie is a must. I mean, you can throw the other pies on the table, but only with the pumpkin pie first. So that one, yeah. I'm feeling it. I'd with be you interested right there. in what
3: the, what the savory uh, angle is on the pumpkin funnel cake.
0: It's the fried grease, man. That's the savory part. <laughs> that's what makes it savory, <laughs> right? I mean, that's isn't that what it does? So, all right. Well, Mike, um, you have a uh, local history nugget for us about the Treaty of Lancaster which i understand I was signed on july yeah ju- signed on july 4th 1744 at the old courthouse in penn square aftermath aftermath of that's been uh, had a profound effect on our future on the foundation of our future in democracy so uh tell us a little bit more about that
3: sure uh there's, there's a lot of great uh i wouldn't say unknown facts about Lancaster, but certainly not always that well highlighted, but this is one of them. And uh, there's a treaty conference held right on the square back in 1744, so very early on in the history of the city and, and the country. And it was between the six tribes of the Iroquois Nation and the colonies of Maryland and Virginia over uh, settling a few land disputes, things like that. They convened um, for almost two weeks, so with the, with the Indians camping out around Lancaster and around the square ultimately signing the Treaty of Lancaster on July 4, 1744, so 32 years to the day prior to the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Um, that little tidbit's kind of lost to the history. They settled their differences, moved on. But what was impactful out of that uh, That was that there was a presentation made at the end of this treaty conference by the representative of the Iroquois Ir- Nation. His name was Chief Canisatigo. He was a big, tall, six-foot, four-inch uh, imposing guy, and... Uh, He already was aware that the colonists were having trouble with the British, trying to decide whether they wanted to rebel or stay as part of the crown. Um, And he made this presentation where he first held out a single arrow to one of the representatives. When they took it as as if it was a gift, he snatched it back from them and snapped it over his knee. And he turned around and he had this uh, bundle of 13 arrows prepared behind him, which he then held out the same way. They took it, he grabbed it back, went to break that over his knee, and he couldn't do it, of course. So his message to them was that. You band together as thirteen, you're much stronger than any one of you are in your own. It's what the Iroquois have been doing for 800 years, living under a, a confederated democracy of, uh, you know, a sort of a federalist type of system with independent states under one general rule. So, you know, as uh, the founding fathers read about this, heard about this, uh, you know, they Ben Franklin specifically referenced that often as having a, a real impact on the foundational thinking of what our democracy should look like. So kind of what we have now, a, a confederation of independent states under one general rule. So right here on our central square, very long time ago. So as you're walking past the monument, just uh, stand there and think about. It. Another cool thing to come out of that if you uh, will indulge me for a second and my low tech solution. Hopefully you can see the eagle there if I yeah, pull it out. I anyway,
0: right there and kind of hold. Yeah. So tell us about that part
3: of the Okay, it's called the Great Seal of the United States. Okay, It has two components, uh, the eagle and the pyramid. So I'll put this down for a second. So um, in 1782, they're negotiating the Second Treaty of Paris, which ends the Revolutionary War, and they have to come up with a Great Seal of the United States. They have to start printing money and and, uh, stamping official documents. They tried a few times. Nobody could agree. Ultimately, they turned to a guy from Lancaster. His name was William Barton. And he was an attorney here, but he also designed coats of arms, things like that. So probably a pretty natural choice. He's the one that actually came up with the great seal that was finally approved um, and is on the back of every dollar bill. So if you look at it closely, and I'll hold it up again, grasping uh, in, the, in the left talon of the eagle, and if it's not too blurry, you can see that the eagle is grasping a bundle of 13 arrows. Those 13 oh, arrows no are a... Yeah, <laughs> 13 hours hours—a reference to the colonies, but also a direct reference cool. to that treaty conference held right here in 1740. So there you go.
0: Mike, I, <laughs> I'm in awe, and then I sit here and realize I'm pretty, like, dumb. <laughs> because I, that's, know. like, right here. But just uninformed, Right here in town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, look, I'm glad you're here to inform me. Um, when it comes to experiencing Lancaster, what does lucall uh, do tell us about well, the
3: experiences we, you Well we yeah thanks um, we we started this company as a really as a way to highlight some of the things that often go um, unhighlighted in Lancaster. Most people think of, of Lancaster as uh, Amish and outlet shopping and smorgasbord, things like that. And that's all great. But um, there's a lot of other stuff that that uh, most of the people coming here don't even realize they're here. In fact, the reaction that we get after most of our experiences, and we call them experiences because uh, they're not just tours, there are other things too. But um, is that, you know, wow, I had no idea. And that's what we're going for. Even people who live here that take these, uh, that do these things. And it's, it's highlighting much of the, you know, the, we talk about it a lot, but, you know, Lancaster has a tremendous, not just history, rich in, in all sorts of, uh, periods of the country, uh, development, but also our, you know, cultural tours, food tours, things like that, that, uh You know, people get the experience taking them around to places that they couldn't easily find on their own, giving them some access that they wouldn't normally be able to get without, uh, you know, the intimate knowledge of a a local. So uh, that's that's what we try to offer and and really uh, bring out something that's rewarding, educational, enriching and highlights uh, some of many aspects of Lancaster that often go unhighlighted. How did you come up with the idea, Mike? Well, it it, kind of goes back, you know, when we originally founded the company, it was uh, my wife and I and another couple and and our original partner, Phil, was out uh, pumping some gas at the gas station in Lampier, encountered some tourists from Norway who were uh, visiting, having trouble with the map, trying to decide what they wanted to do. And they were uh, going to a particular uh, tourist Destination and and Phil offered them to uh, the the opportunity to take them around and through some of his connections and show them uh, you know maybe a little more authentic view of of the county. Uh, they took him up on it. He toured them around and invited them him to do the same thing with them in Norway, which he did, and took our daughter along with him. So uh, along with uh, they were, his daughter and my daughter are good friends. So they went and toured Norway, and while there, you know, uh, came up with this idea. Came back and said, you know, why don't we? Because we've been here, you know, we've grown up here. We know all these, uh, have all these great contacts. We're you know, way into the history and culture of the city. Why don't we? Um, there's really something to this, uh, you know, authentic experience idea. And so that's how the the idea was born. And uh, it's called Lucal because that's the Norwegian word for local. So that's the hook there. Um, and uh, so we started doing them, and it's it's been great. That's a really cool idea. <laughs> So, what what
0: are the various uh, types of experiences that Luke Hall can offer? Uh, I mean, sure. not just for tourists, right? I mean, like me oh, yeah. learning about the Lancaster Square, the thirteen arrows, the dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Locals can can get a tremendous benefit
3: from the different experiences you offer. Tell us about that. Absolutely. What you see on your screen right now, uh, that's that's actually a, a picture of my home where I teach a baking class. So <laughs> I owned a bakery for 20 years here in Lancaster. So like I said, it's oh, wow. not just tours, it's experiences. So you get to come and learn how to uh, properly make pastry and, and walk out with some great desserts in all in about two hours. And uh, people really enjoy it by that. We do uh, things. Uh, we, we have food tours down in the city where we you take them around all these little great food shops that they they might blunder onto one of them or two of them on their own. But uh, being able to put that together, get the, the access to, uh, and, um, you know, for the uh, people that, that own them, run them, spend some time with them while they're there, you know, highlighting. We have other uh, experiences that highlight some of the great restaurants in the city. So restaurant tours. Um my own personal uh, favorites are the history uh, tours. Cause that's, I'm just kind of a geeky local historian and there's just so, so much here. We do a, a two hour Lancaster history and craft beer tour. So throwing two of my favorite things together, the history of, uh, of Lancaster and some great craft brewers. So you can't go wrong there. That's not work for me. That's a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, right. We, yeah. I, I went to FNM, uh, you know, a hundred years ago and, and, uh, the West End has some great dive bars, so uh, we we do a dive bar experience where we we go to all these great uh, little not back alley, but uh, you know corner bars and things that are fifty, hundred years old and haven't changed much, and uh, that that people really love that too. So uh, you know, lots of different things. We have a couple that are that are Amish related. You know, we we do sort of a Lancaster at thirty thousand feet tour where we highlight the uh, you know little. Shorter time downtown, but we we give a little background of Lancaster City and, and downtown and then head out into the country. And that's you know, that's one of my favorite things about Lancaster is you can be in a fairly cosmopolitan hip city and all kinds of stuff going on. And five minutes later, you can be out in just beautiful rolling hills in the countryside. And we um, we get we have access to some private Amish um homes that we will take them to so it's not a it's not a tourist destination it's not a you're not there with a 100 other people you're just getting to uh you know see the grounds see how they live things like that we do Amish meals where we we do a little history of the uh, driving tour a history of the Amish Mennonite settlements here in Lancaster County talk about their culture and things like that and then end up at a private Amish home where they can enjoy lunch or dinner with uh with them on on a one-to-one basis which uh, really gives them So the opportunity how did to experience it up close?
0: How did you make that connection to, you know, uh the Amish families that you spend time with? What what's the connection
3: there? Sure. Well, um, you know, we've lived here for a very long time. You know, I I moved I been, wasn't born here. I moved here in 1972, but uh grew up in Strasbourg and um, between uh, the, the four of us, you know, we, we know people and it just kind of started from there. You know, it was an entree or, uh, or an, you know, a request that, you know, is this something you might be willing to do? And, and they said, yes. And you know what, my friend over here would, would enjoy the, doing that as well. So we kind of developed over time, a network of people that just through, uh, through contacts and goodwill and, and, um, you know, being respectful and, and making it, uh, you know a great experience not only for our guests but also for our hosts. so that's that's kind of how that's developed and it just continues to grow from there so
0: yeah i mean i i guess the reason i asked the question the way i did is you know you think the general thirty thousand foot view if you will of, of mennonite amish is that you know they don't want photos taken they're very insular you know mm-hmm. kind of uh, a closed community but that's great that you've been able to uh to make an inroad there and have a great connect a personal connection where they yeah. have a great level of trust with your company and you for the folks that you're well, going to be bringing
3: around. Thanks. And that is the case. And the way um, way I le- usually explain it to our guests is that, you know, this is this is something that they really, uh, the Amish really like, and and it is, you know, it is a little counterintuitive on the front end, but it's really, um, you know, they're used to being gawked at and, and uh, seen as a curiosity, people hanging out there, car windows, you know, taking pictures of them while they're trying to conduct their day-to-day life. This gives them an opportunity to meet one-to-one realize that, you know what, they're just people like everybody else just doing it a little differently. And it, and it, I find that they find it, um, to be a great opportunity, not just to share their own, um, culture and way of life, but also to learn about everybody else's. So it's just a wonderful, um, uh, organic, um, you know, process or, or, you know, event you know, for, for everybody. And, um, I, I think they really enjoy it. So it's, it's really not been hard to develop that as a result. Yeah.
0: Are the Amish, uh, are the Amish tours your most popular experience or what What would you say is, uh, are the people it, looking for?
3: I, I mean this in the best way. It's, it's the low hanging fruit because that's what people coming here are looking for. Um, and what we're trying to provide is, is something that's a little different than what they've been used to getting. But, um, yeah, so they're very popular. But um, also the, you know, more and more, you know, as you start with this stuff and you get um, reactions, reviews, uh, things like that, you know, the, each each experience builds momentum. And um, we're a couple of years in now. So a lot of the other ones that started out a little more slowly are really catching on. I mean, I've done hundreds, literally, uh, of uh Leicester history tours and the craft brew tour, where they, uh, you know, people sign up, uh, you know, and pay money for you know to to spend a couple hours and really take a deep dive into what uh, what Leicester has to offer and and you know get to throw back a couple of cold ones, which you know, seems yeah. to catch off.
0: <laughs> in the yeah, uh, you know, obviously we're in these uh, this pandemic COVID time. Yeah, um, you're still doing tours. Why don't you share with our our watchers and our listeners um, how you're affecting that safely for them.
3: Right. Well, normally, uh, we have about a dozen offerings, um, you know, saying normally when, when it's not, when, before COVID hit that are small scale, you know, a dozen or so people or less, um, intimate, um, experiences. Um, some of those we're not able to do because they're not COVID friendly, you know, where we want to be, um, outside, uh, so that, you know, it's limited pretty much to those. We're, we're very um, adamant that people mask and, and you know, we have sanitizer and masks available if they don't have their own. Um, we make sure that uh, when we do go into places that we are respectful of, of everybody else. Uh, but there's a lot of things that we would normally be doing that we, we can't. Um, we also do some large scale um, events. So we have one that uh, we call the witness experience where we show the movie witness and at Zootropolis in the city. And then we go out to the farm where witness was filmed, where you get the opportunity to tour around the farm with uh, a lot of the setup uh, things that, uh, and that's through a private relationship with the the owners of the farm. It's an Amish family. And, um, And then have a long table Amish meal out on the lawn. So naturally we can't do that with 150 people right now. We've also paired with uh, partnered with Bridge, which is a great uh, organization here in Lancaster that that helps uh, refugees who get settled here get on their feet. And we have uh, um, it's it's an experience that we host with them. We've done it a couple times uh, before COVID shut down. It was incredibly well received and really really powerful uh, thing. We um, they bring a couple several of their refugee families uh, along. We hold it at an Amish. House, uh, who is capable of hosting this big uh, event, they all make their their ethnic foods. Uh, you know, the Amish are kind of, you know, some of the original refugees. So it, it's amazing how much they actually have in common with the Syrian family or a Somali family or a, uh, someone from Myanmar. I mean, just uh, their their stories, you know, of persecution and things, you know, that, that led them here, um, are not that far apart, even though maybe separated by a couple hundred years. And so they make this great uh you know eclectic ethnic buffet and everybody gets to eat all this great food. And then they get up to uh, the most powerful part is they share their stories. So um looking forward to we can get back to doing that kind of thing again. But um for now we're we're doing what we do and and trying to stay as safe as we can.
0: Well wonderful. That's awesome. So Website is lukal experiences. That's l o k a l experiences.com. Uh, if you're interested in getting out of the house, taking a COVID safe tour for what they can offer and do,
3: um,
0: Mike, uh, how do they what's the best way for them to connect with you, your company, to get something booked?
3: Yeah, well, if uh, you can. We try to make it as easy as possible <laughs> for everybody to book. So you go if you go to our website, you just uh, pick the experience you want, or just click the book now button, and you can go there. It shows all the availability, all the pricing, all the information about uh, what experience you might want to be doing. You can book. You can go on our Facebook page and uh, you know and click directly through to that. That's you know the call experience. So you know like and share. You can buy gift certificates uh, in any amount or things like that. They're great gifts to give to people. It's elect- you know, It you know, gets delivered electronically if that's what you want. Um, so lots and lots of ways. You can always in- email us at info at lucallexperiences.com or, um, you know, get on there and just call us directly and we'll do our very best to accommodate you. We're trying to be as nimble as possible right now. So,
0: Well, wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us, Mike. Uh, thanks for really having We really appreciate me. it. Um, Again, for those listening, Call uh, is L-O-K-A-L. Looks like on social, connect with Mike and his team at, at Lukal Experiences. And again, it was Uh Great company, <laughs> great local asset. Mike, thanks for joining us. Hang tight, we'll wrap up the show here in right. just a Thank few you.
3: minutes.
1: Have you got a worthwhile cause that can make excellent use of members of the Lancaster community? What are you laughing at, Jeff?
0: <laughs> you sounded like Christopher Walken there for a second.
1: Have you got a worthwhile cause? Well, let me, let me just do the whole thing. And,
0: yeah, right, uh, right. I'll, I'll have you
1: got a worthwhile cause that can make excellent use of members of the Lancaster community volunteering their time? That's what the Lancaster Connects community is all about. Whether you have a good, uh, good cause that needs volunteers or you want to donate your time to help out in the community, we want to hear from you. Uh, If you'd like to volunteer your time, enter our free giveaway at LancasterConnects.com. That's our our restaurant gift card giveaway, but you can also check the box confirming that you'd like to volunteer. Uh, We'll connect you to local nonprofits and charitable organizations. Uh, Also, if you've got a good cause that could use some volunteers uh, that we can then promote uh, for you uh, on our show, uh, please get in touch via the the contact form at LancasterConnects.com.
0: And remember this show is also available as a podcast. Find the links at LancasterConnect.com. And please don't forget, sharing is caring. Like and share this video, leave a comment, tell a friend about the show. If you enjoy it, likely your friends, your family will too. And it'll greatly help us get the show seen more, spread more, and again, connect the community to one another, highlight these great charities and these great local businesses. Uh, So yeah, we did our virtual MS walk this past weekend. but there's still others going on. MS is a a disease that affects a lot of people. We've had many a customer come through the store that has MS. My wife has been battling MS for, I guess, coming up on 20, 21 years now. Uh, 20 years now, I think it is actually. Uh, Virtual walk happening here in Lancaster, Saturday, May 15th. You can go to nationalmssociety.org for links there, to if you want to participate, donate. Um, or you can go to uh, our show notes and get all the specific links that we are highlighting for you at LancasterConnects.com. Uh,
1: we've got some Memorial Day preparations to talk about. Memorial Day is coming up at the end of May. Uh, we've got volunteers needed at the Stephen Greenland Cemetery. Um, there's an effort to uh, there's an effort of informal collaboration to honor those who have been forgotten. And who served our country in the ultimate way, uh, now interred at Stevens Greenland Cemetery. If you'd like to help, there's several ways to participate. Uh, number one, you can volunteer to help with cleanup for all the Saturday mornings between now and Memorial Day. Uh, two, you can donate uh, re- for repairs uh, and ongoing maintenance. And uh, third way to uh, help is you can attend the, mor- the Memorial Day, uh, or you can attend on Memorial Day. Uh, to honor those who have served our country. Uh, email drive at co.lancaster.pa.us for anyone that is interested in volunteering. Uh, but really the best thing you could do is stop by Stephen, uh, Stephen's Greenland Cemetery on Saturday mornings. Uh, just stop by their stand or if you'd like to volunteer again, the email address is drive at co.lancaster.pa.us. Um, you don't have to remember all of that. You could go to LancasterConnects.com and you could get all the information about helping them out. And thanks again to Benton Weber, uh, who provided that information to us.
0: You got that one again. That's a tough one. Mm -hmm.
1: drive.co.lancaster.pa.us. Yep, yep.
0: I'll get that one next time. (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, there's a blood drive going on. And did you know that giving blood can actually help reduce stress? Uh, so this blood drive is happening May the 8th, 10 to 2, at city, at the City Center branch of the Lancaster Family YMCA. Uh, you can support the Central Pennsylvania Blood uh, Bank and this drive by giving blood, and you'll receive a pair of Lancaster Barnstormer tickets. There you go. Barnstormers are back on. So reduce stress by giving blood, and then go have some fun with the family at the ballpark. All right, Those tickets are good for any 2021 regular season game. Uh, to donate, you need a form of ID, and you can contact Jesse Rodriguez, and his email is jrodriguez at lancasterymca.org, and that's jrodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z, jrodriguez J at lancasterymca.org, for more information.
1: LEADS, L-E-A-D-S. LEADS stands for Lancaster's Economic Action for Downtown Success. Uh, They will be having their next basket hanging in downtown Lancaster uh, on Saturday, May 16th. Uh, They're looking for volunteers. It starts at 8.30 uh, a.m. on Saturday morning uh, until about 11 or noon. Uh, Donuts and coffee will be available for the volunteers. Uh, You can get more information at info at LancasterLeads.org or go to their Facebook page, Facebook.com slash lancasterleads. Basket plants are
0: uh, not useful at our house. We 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 don't do good keeping them around. But I'm sure Leeds does a great job of beautifying Lancaster, uh, helping out. But uh, well, you got to water them. I, yeah. Well, yes. Yes, we do. Uh, so uh, pet of the week, Lucy. Lucy's been highlighted on the show before. Uh, still needs a new home. Um, time is cu- not. I, I don't want to say running out. Okay. Lucy will always be in the foster network, but. Um, You know the the needs. The needs are there. We we've seen Lucy before. Uh, I learned this morning before coming in uh, to record. Lucy has actually been in the home of the founder of Zoe's House, Laken. Uh, I share that because I know Laken is just exceptional at uh, you know getting dogs out of terrible situations and making them really great pets for just you know average Joe and Sue pet owner. Okay. Uh, So she spent a ton of time with Lakin. Uh, She's also currently with Kim, who's a tremendous foster. Um, Again, very adept at getting a dog, as you see, uh, to play in a pack type setting like you see right now on your screen. Uh, She just looks like a sweetheart. Um, Kim's going to have a lot of stuff going on at her home towards the end of the month of May. Uh, so it would be really great if we could help Lucy find her forever home or forever home, as we affectionately say in the pet, F-U-R-E-V-E-R, forever home. Uh, it'd be great if we could help that. So you can go to zoeshouserescue.com for more information. Obviously, if we time out in May, she'll find a new home at a foster. But, you know, that kind of resets the clock for these pets. Uh, if they have to go from a new home to a new home to a new home, it, it's rough on them. Uh, so we'd, all, we'd really like to see that Lucy gets her final home that can love her forever. Uh, if you can help us with that, you go to ZoesHouseRescue.com for more information, um, and we'll get you. they'll get you set up with Lucy. All right, so that's our pet of the week.
1: Coming into the home stretch right now, we've got our gift card winners, uh, restaurant gift card. Uh, you can enter that contest at LancasterConnects.com. Uh, we're giving away two $25 restaurant gift cards. Uh, every episode, every week. Uh, Congratulations to this week's winners, Tina Bloom from Mannheim and Lucinda Prince from New Holland. Again, you can register for your chance to win uh, next week at LancasterConnects.com. We give away two $25 restaurant gift cards.
0: And uh, if you have a restaurant that you'd like us to highlight, If you own a restaurant, you'd like to give a card that we could give away, please reach out to us. Again, LancasterConnects.com, that's the hub for everything going on here for the show. Guests, thank you so much for joining us. I have one last question for you all. Um, We kind of wrap up the show this way. What do you love most about the area? What do you enjoy doing the most? We'll kind of start clockwise from the top. Uh, We'll go to Alicia first, then Mike and then Janelle.
6: Um, I really love the weather this time of year, so I like to take a lot of walks mm. after work to de-stress.
1: This week is supposed to be fantastic. I, I think I saw eighties on on Wednesday when the show elite releases. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yep. Mike,
0: I need to unmute Mike. All right, well, let's go to Janelle, and we'll try to come back to Mike.
2: Yeah, so I, as well, love this time of year. I love the fact that Lancaster has just a lot of activities and different events going on, that there's not a shortage of things that you can do to get outside, go downtown, or even, like, in other, like, local counties, um, and just do some fun stuff. You know, the one thing I also appreciate about this community is just how giving they are. We just have an amazing community that really loves to support one another. And even through COVID, I think we've just seen such an amount of generosity. So I just really appreciate that about our community.
0: Yeah, and I think that always comes to a highlight Uh, in November, the Extraordinary Give. Giving is an everyday thing, but I think it's nice to have that time each year to... Really kind of spotlight it. Um, again, if you if you felt compelled uh, to give to this show, northstaralliance.org. Uh, Initiative. North, yeah, northstarinitiative.org. Sorry. Um, Mike, do we have you back for what we love about Lancaster? Uh, we do not. Well, either way, Mike loves Lancaster. Mike love is the guy about <laughs> Lancaster. All right. He's the guy to tell you all things Lancaster. Uh, he's with Luke Call Experiences. Um, wonderful company here right in town. Kind of giving you the, uh, the background, the history, the foundational stuff of right here, our backyard. So that's wonderful. And he's got all the good connections uh, for all the behind the scenes stuff uh, here in town. So uh, that's Mike with Luke Call Experiences. Ladies, thank you for joining us. Mike, thank you for joining thank us. You. Uh, thank we'll you, see man. you on the next episode of Lancaster Connects.
4: Shape a
5: cereal.